News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Minister for Housing, Dara Bryan, good morning. Good morning, Shane. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank you indeed for talking to us. Can I ask you, how many homes do you think we need to build every year on a sustainable basis to meet the demand? How, how many homes do you think we need to build? Yeah, well, we've kind of set it out in the plan, Shane. You know, we're housing for all sets an average to us to get to 33,000 new builds per year. Mm. Now, there's no question, though, that, you know, the demand exceeds that. Uh, and you'll see, you'll see that we've set it out in our plan that we want to get up to around 40,000 homes by new builds homes, that is, by the end of the decade. Um, and what it's about is actually building the capacity to do that. So, I suppose last year was a significant year because we completed just short of 30,000 new builds, and that was up from 20,000 the year before. And we want to do more than that this year. Look, I'd love to be building exactly the amount of houses or more than we need, um, you know, this year. But you do need the capacity to do that, and you need to build that up. Thankfully, there's some positive signs. We've about 25,000 more people now working in construction than we had pre-pandemic. That's a good thing. We're using more new modern methods of construction too. So building houses and homes more efficiently than we were. And importantly, the supply is increasing. And we've seen even completions in the first quarter of this year, just short of 6,800 completions in the first three months, which is the highest Q1 figure since that, that data series Absolutely. And, and, and look, that, that, all that is good news. And look, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck here no, because, b- because in fairness, this is a really complex issue and anyone says it can be easily solved is talking through their hat. But the, 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 the plan you have, I mean, you've effectively said it, Minister, it's not enough. Uh, we, are, we, are we effectively planning for failure? No, I don't think so. Like what, it, what it's about, I suppose, look, we look, need to look at all 10 years, and I fully understand the question, and I understand the frustration there, too, with a lot of people. But there's some positive signs in some areas that I will point to, and we don't have everything solved, and absolutely not. But like if you look across social housing, for argument's sake, which is really important, last year we delivered just short of 10,500 new social homes. That was the highest amount, and we had the highest amount of new bills in social housing for 50 years. We delivered affordable homes for the first time in nearly a generation, and thankfully for those who want to buy, and lots of people I meet in my own area in Fingal and right around the country, and many of these are renters or people living with their folks, want the opportunity to be able to buy the home. And last year, we saw the highest amount of first-time buyers purchasing homes than we've seen since 2007. Actually, one in two new homes being bought are being bought by first-time buyers using schemes like the Help to Buy Grant, 30000 of your own tax back and the first home scheme, which is the shared equity scheme that I've discussed in your show before. Mm. More and more people are using that. But do we need more, Shane? Absolutely. But I think, as, as you've said fairly, it, it's about building the capacity up to do that. You, you can't just turn the tap on overnight and have all the people that you need to build it. We are we, to build the homes that we need. We are making progress, though, and, and we are going in the right direction. I'm optimistic for this year. Um, the... We've about, as I speak to you today, about 37,000 homes at various different stages of construction this year right now. Uh, We've a target of 29,000 this year, and I intend to exceed that. So the targets, whilst they are important, they're our baseline targets, and we want to do more than that. Okay. Across social, across... 
private well, can uh, I ask you specifically well? about social housing there was an interesting piece yeah. in the Irish Times by uh, Lorcan Sir and Mel Reynolds the two, uh, two housing experts uh, during the week they had a kind of a different take on, on your figure about uh, social housing they were saying yes it's the highest since 1975 but you're saying we've twice the population now that we had in 1975 we're a lot wealthier I mean they also pointed out the pretty pathetic record of some local authorities when it comes to building social housing. I mean, they mentioned uh, four that they said had built no houses at all, social houses, during 2022. Galway City, Longford, Dunleary, Ratdown and Kildare. Uh, and it's a very ha- a small proportion of those social houses are being built by local authorities. They're just not working. Well, look, I've, I've a lot of regard for Lorcan and Mel, and I read the article. I think a couple of things they do acknowledge within it that progress is being made on social housing and if you look at investment in social housing firstly i only have to go back 10 years to 2014 the state was only investing about 400 million euro in housing that was it Uh, it's 4.5 billion this year it's 11 times the amount so it's the single biggest intervention the state's ever made in housing including in social one thing i I would say mel and lorcan regularly try to make a distinction between homes delivered by the local authorities or homes delivered by our approved housing bodies like we've said it very clearly we need homes from both they're all social homes yeah uh, you know when i meet someone who in kildare by the way have a very strong pipeline as as, as have longford actually the four that you mentioned Dunleary rat down also but we've we've planned already that in dublin and cork in particular the 50 percent of the housing that will be delivered social housing that is will be delivered by the approved housing body sector and they do really really well at it like last year they had a record year in social housing delivery they're delivering affordable cost rental for the first time. So, you know, I know that there might be a purist view on this in relation to, you know, a, a home that's directly built, which will be built through a contractor by a local authority or an approved housing body. I don't make that distinction. Uh, but I, what I would say is that we provided the the resources for local authorities to deliver their own too. Okay. And we're seeing you more think those that, resources like are there, Minister? Because, I mean, they, they argue, and I don't know if they're right in this, they say sure. at current output rates, the social housing waiting list of 58,000 households will take more than a half a century to clear. No, well, we've been much more ambitious than that. And actually, the last three years since I took over as Housing Minister, we've seen a substantial reduction, thankfully, in the housing waiting list. And they're still too high. But, Shane, we, we, we 10, 12 years of of, of massive uh, undersupply across all tenures of housing. Uh, the state is stepping in, and one of the things that, that they argue for in the article is, is for state intervention. Now, I put it to you that if in any given year we need about €12 billion Euro for all housing, okay, across the board, both public and private, the state's putting in £4.5 of that this year, and we will do more. Like We've activated state-owned land through the Land Development Agency. They didn't deliver houses before last year. They've done it now. They've, they've the biggest social and affordable housing site under construction in Shangana. They've opened St. Kevin's in Cork. So, you know, there's momentum, is what I'm, is what I'm saying there in that space. And to answer your question about resources that local authorities, we have provided the extra resources on housing specifically for them. Every single local authority across the country now, uh, their full ask in relation to their housing teams is provided for and was provided last year. Some of them are doing extremely well. Uh, like uh, I've been to every local authority across, across the country, we've we've an exacting target this year of over eleven thousand, um, sorry nine thousand one hundred new built social homes, and we intend to meet that. Now, I only have to go back two years. If I go back to twenty twenty one, we'd only build five thousand one hundred. 
which was yeah. a good amount. But last year it was seven and a half thousand. Okay, so will, will we when spend you make our jumps like that? It shows progression. You will know? we spend our budget? Will you spend your budget this year? Now, look, I, I know there was problems when you, with the Ukrainian war. There was problems with COVID, but like you're 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 still not spending your budget this year. Will you spend your budget for this year? Yes, I have every intention that we will. Um, last year, as, as you rightly said, we, we still spent more than we ever did on housing, over $3.5 billion actually last year. There was a small underspend, and that was down to supply chain issues, which you know isn't an excuse. It's just a fact across all, across all sectors. But yeah, we've, we've a very good pipeline this year for social and for affordable. We're seeing things like the first home scheme picking up, uh, you know, very... Uh, um, very significantly since, since earlier this year as well, and we've brought new, forward new initiatives to you know increase supply and add to that supply and add to new commencements such as the waiver of the development levy and the the charge for for Irish water across the board for all developments, yeah. be that for one-off homes or small developments in in the country, and that's a one-year um, plan. Yeah. And, and actually, it, it, anecdotally, well, I'm receiving examples already of schemes that have now been able to start because they are viable, they were on the cusp of viability. You, you don't agree with Lorcan, sir, and, and Mel Reynolds that, that, that this will simply inflate the value of residential zone land by, uh, by 20%. On that specific point, and I have a lot of regard for both of the gents that you mentioned, that specific point I disagree. You disagree, okay. Uh, can, because can, really what it's about is actually getting schemes started that already have planning permission that weren't started. Okay. And I'm seeing that happen already, thankfully. Can I ask you just, uh, I mean, you, you talk about all the efforts that are being made, and there's no doubt there are, you, you are, there are lots of things being, being, being tried. Is there a whole-of-government approach, though? And let me just give you two quick examples. Sure. Uh, close to me, I'm always banging on about this on the show, the Glasnevin Industrial Estate. I, uh, I mean, you could house, I think, 15,000 people. In, uh, close to the city centre, close to good accommodation, close to really good uh, amenities, and yet it's lying half-used. Uh, to me, it's crazy. The Land Development Agency, like, why aren't they out there uh, uh, delivering, buying new land with all the cash they have, getting it ready for delivery, for you know, broadband, uh, planning permission, district heating, roads, all that kind of thing? Are they being used effectively? Is there a whole-of-government approach to this? But to answer your question first, yes, there is a whole-of-government approach, and I can assure you that from the Taoiseach Tarnish to right the way down across every government department, every minister is focused on doing what they need to do in their department to unlock a lot of the issues that we have that aren't just about new builds, can be about planning, can be about probate, all the various things that actually uh, feed into the, the log jams within, within planning. But to answer your question about the LDA, the LDA delivered their first homes last year. Um, I legislated for them, we've capitalised them, and actually last year they entered into, into contracts and commitments of over €500 million Euro for new developments. They have enough land, state-owned land now, to deliver... The first tranche, about 15,000 new homes. That's land that's already been transferred over for the first time ever. And it took a number of years to do it, but it's a good piece of work. They did a full inventory of all state land. Now, it is, you know, unimaginable, really, that if you think about it, that the state didn't have a full Minister, handle Minister, over all with, with respect, we've been getting, we've been yeah. get, I think we had a full inventory of state land back in 2016. Um, uh, Simon Coveney announced that. I don't, uh, think, the, I don't yeah. think the map is even up on the website anymore. Well, uh, sorry, I, I get the, the LDA have produced the basically the inventory of all of all lands that are there, and that's there for everyone to see. Now, that's important that we can plan into the future. But specifically, to answer your question, I want the LDA to deliver homes at scale. 
Um, we've asked them through Project Tussie, which is effectively about starting pause planning permissions, so private planning permissions that are out there specifically for apartments. How can we get them started to joint venture with the private sector as well or to buy them out? And we're doing that. Okay. And I expect to be making announcements on that in the coming weeks and the LDL will be heavily involved. That'll be ramping them up, Shane, from a delivery last year of about 500 homes, which in fairness, Steve, that was from nothing, up to you know, having a pipeline of thousands. And I want to see, like I, I see lands across, you know, like yourself, you see Glasnevin, you see, I, I won't mention specifics, but all your listeners will know across the country. Many of them are now, have, have come in under okay. under our umbrella and all under right. the umbrella of, of, uh, of, of the land development. M- Minister, just very briefly before you go, we'd married uh, Donnelly uh, on the show a little bit earlier, the uh, climate uh, action uh, expert, yeah. uh, uh, chair, I should say, saying our planning system is now an obsolete, uh, now an obstacle uh, to climate action, both at local authority and at board panola level, that's pretty damning criticism. Yeah, and and, and um, I've seen those comments as well in an article in the paper this morning. I suppose a couple of things that are really important, particularly for our climate targets, is the development of offshore renewables and, like, the establishment of the of Mara, which is the uh, Marine Area Regulatory Authority, which would be the main authority uh, that will look after everything in our in our in our maritime area. Uh, is is going to be fully stood up in the coming uh, two months. I passed the legislation for that, the Marine Planning Act, which is the first time that we've actually had a planning act for okay. our marine. In relation to the board, though, and this I'll be really brief on this, I certainly get the point, but we've 15 board members now. We were as low as five last year, and we had all those difficulties with the board. And we've more staff in on board Planola than we've ever had, and we're resourcing it up. But I take very seriously comments such as that and input that I greatly respect, too, but I just want to assure people that the resources are are with the board, are with the local authorities, and okay. yes, we're working through some legacy problems to improve the situation. Okay, uh, Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.